0: welcome to podcast 35 of NICU and beyond with Tracy and Stacy. Our topic today is going to be part two of NICU parent mental health. We are going to start with a couple of different um, anxiety disorders and diagnoses, but we're going to really focus in on PTSD or post-traumatic stress disorder.
1: First of all, we're going to go over three diagnoses that are associated with some mental health disorders that can affect anybody but can also affect moms or dads or family members from the NICU. The first is anxiety disorders. This affects the whole family and parents learn to adapt to changes that come with life as a new parent. And the parent needs to speak freely about the ways to manage all the new responsibilities anxiety disorders are very common in our society nowadays especially with the thing with covid and all that stuff and just anxiety seems to really be on the rise in the u.s and all over the world the second is paternal perinatal depression This can begin in the first trimester of pregnancy and up to six months after the baby is born. A new child in your family does um, cause a lot of changes and some people, they have a depression. Also, depression sometimes, especially like we talked about with the postpartum depression, is hormonal. 8% of men worldwide and 14% of men in the U.S., will have some form of this condition. If you're not feeling well, please try and get some help with your doctors. It's not an unusual thing. And then we have symptoms of PPND. This is when there's a loss of interest in work, problems with concentration, physical complaints, not feeling well, feeling overwhelmed, exhausted, wanting to sleep all the time, feelings of sadness, repetitive fears, becomes easily stressed, increased anger, irritability, violent behaviors, and increased use of alcohol and drugs.
0: Here are some tips for dealing with PPND and anxiety. Ask for help, information, and support for yourself. Develop a support team for your family. Please say yes when help is offered to you. Talk it out. There's nothing better than communicating your feelings with your spouse, partner, friends, or professionals. There are some additional things that you can do for these disorders. You want to build healthy habits, eat healthy, exercise, and get enough rest. Take time for yourself. And I know from personal experience, this is one of my biggest problems. Spend time with your baby in the NICU by kangaroo or skin-to-skin contact or infant massage. Practice eye contact with your baby, especially when laying the baby on your chest while awake. And please be patient and remember it takes time to learn to be a confident
1: parent. PTSD or post-traumatic stress disorder is when the stress of the NICU persists. Having a child in the NICU is a traumatic experience, whether one has experienced a difficult birth, a loss, a long NICU stay. It can also affect parents' emotions in vast ways. No matter how long your baby is in the NICU or the complications your baby experienced, a parent's reaction can be mild or severe. Some of the feelings may be intense sadness, grief, guilt, anger, shame, disbelief, and numbness. Just to let you know, there are a lot of NICU nurses who also develop PTSD. It's not an uncommon thing. It's not a bad label. If you are experiencing symptoms of PTSD, please go for help. PTSD defined. Your child's childbirth and NICU experience puts parents at a high risk for post traumatic stress disorder. PTSD is classified as an anxiety disorder, which is characterized by a collection of persistent, debilitating physical and emotional reactions to traumatic or life threatening experiences. The characteristics of PTSD. Anxiety that the parent becomes immobilized by these feelings and lasts longer than a month. Anxiety is interfering with life, relationships, ability to bond with your baby, problems sleeping, use of drugs and alcohol to cope, feelings of hopelessness and thoughts of suicide, having intense distress years afterwards, triggered by child's birthday, anniversary of the NICU graduation, or the release from the NICU, or new illnesses and diagnoses. I can just relate a little story that happened a few weeks ago in our NICU. Parents were told that the baby had some kind of an arrhythmia with the heart rate while mom was pregnant. Baby was born, was totally fine, had an echocardiogram, had an EKG, and the parents' response to us was, you would tell us if our baby's going to die, right? The anxiety that people get from finding out things when they're pregnant can do a whole lot of mental health kind of things to you. So please, even if you're feeling this way while you're pregnant, please tell your OB that you're having symptoms of anxiety so that it doesn't turn into PTSD.
0: So what other resources can we help to provide to our parents in the NICU or for anyone that's really having post-traumatic stress disorder? Nowadays, there are a lot of apps that deal with the NICU, NICU parents, and things that go along with the NICU. The one that I came across is My NICU Baby app, it was created by the March of Dimes. I don't know how old it is, but it should be relatively new. But it provides some answers, tools, and some support. You can learn all about the NICU, their staff, their policies, the equipment, terminology, so you kind of prepare yourself. That also helps parents advocate for the best care for their baby. Another one is a pre-me, my premium app. I've seen this one quite a bit. It has a pocket guide to preemies, which is a compact guide to prematurity. It has special preemie growth charts to see if a baby's growth is on track. It's a a convenient to do and to ask list for the organization, meaning your staff in the NICU. And it provides a diary to write down events, feelings, ups and downs that go with a NICU stay. Another one I've been known about is called Peekaboo ICU, and that's a preemie app as well. It's designed to inform, inspire, and engage parents as they navigate through the NICU. There's also a weekly developmental milestone sheet. It helps navigate you through the NICU, which I don't know exactly what that means, but you could always check it out. There's a nutrition feeding guide. There's an anatomy as related to prematurity. And again, there is a journal for you to write down your feelings and emotions.
1: Uh, just as an addition, the Peekaboo ICU is also on Facebook and they uh, have some of the cutest memes and stuff about NICU. One that really touched my heart lately from Peekaboo ICU was a thing about reaching into the isolate and holding the baby's hands and how they can still remember. Another thing, I just had a NICU mom who posted a video from when her baby was born at 24 weeks, a video of the dad placing a dollar bill, a brand new dollar bill in the isolette alongside of the baby. And to know now that that child is a six foot three, 200 and some pound football player was really touching. So please, please, please take your pictures, take your videos, even if it's your second, third, fourth, fifth, whatever child Or I know with the first, but usually with the second and the third, the pictures and the videos slow down a little bit. But please, please, please take those pictures. It is part of their life and great for show and tell when they're in kindergarten. All right, back to this. Resources. There's a Postpartum Support International and their mission is to promote awareness, prevention and treatment of mental health issues related to childbearing worldwide. Every woman will have access to information, social support, and informed professional care to deal with mental health issues related to childbearing. The PSI, or Postpartum Support International Helpline, has a toll-free number. The number is 1-800-944-4773. That number, again, if you didn't get it, is 1- 800 944 4773. Other resources are PSI online support groups led by trained PSI facilitators, parents, and to provide tools and resources. Some of the groups include NICU Parents Support Group, Birth Mom Support Group, Monthly Dad Support Group. Dad, you're really important in the NICU. Believe me, there's a lot of stuff going on about dads in the NICU and there's a lot more online and available now for dads than there ever was in all my years in NICU. Perinatal Mood Support Group. Black Mamas Matter Support Group. Military Moms Support Group. Hand to Hold. This helps families before, during, and after NICU stay by providing resources And support for the whole family at any stage of the journey. A high risk pregnancy complicated by the NICU stay or the loss of a baby are very traumatic and isolating experiences. Peer to peer support, online community support, blogs, and podcasts. There's also Graham's Foundation. Graham's Foundation is committed to providing resources and support to help parents navigate the preemie journey. It offers a preemie blog, a preemie art gallery, a NICU care package, events, and transition to home care package.
0: Another source of support is called support this organization provides education, resources, and support to moms experiencing postpartum depression and or anxiety. The focus on resources are on mental health professionals in the NICU, mainly psychologists and NICU social workers. There is no formal resources for dads, unfortunately, for our NICU babies on this site. Just of note, if you're looking for this online, you'll type in support the number four and NICU in capital letters, and parents, with a capital P, dot org. The last one I want to talk about is COPE for Hope, and this is COPE NICU program. COPE stands for Creating Opportunities for Parent Empowerment. It enables parents to cope effectively with preterm births. teaches parents what to expect during their NICU stay and up to nine months after the NICU discharge. The areas of focus are identifies the infant's characteristics, the developmental care they need, and their milestones. It is an evidence-based education behavioral intervention. The president is currently Bernadette Melnick, and the program is based in New York State.
1: Uh, We hope that this podcast, which deals with a lot of things that people don't really want to deal with, mental health a lot of times exacerbates because people don't want to deal with their feelings and emotions. And we hope that this podcast opened you up to some new resources and things that are available for out there in the real world. So you can find us on www.parentnicuconnection.com. We hope that this podcast helped you out with giving you some good resources on things that you can use in your life with your newborn NICU baby. For now, we'll say goodbye. Bye-bye.